Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Chad Studios return from Penticton, and this is Oilers Now. Brought to you by Digitex, a little U2 to open up with today's show. Digitex, buy at least your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. After yesterday's edition of Oilers Now, the Edmonton Oilers took on the Oilers rookies, the Vancouver Canucks rookies, skated away with a 5-2 victory, 3-0 in the tournament, 13-0-2 in the last five tournaments. Um that they've been involved with. Granted, we haven't been there for five years, but uh, nonetheless, an impressive showing. Lots to talk about on today's edition of Orders Now, a day in which we debut our newest headliner from the Daily Faceoff, Frank Saravalli, one of the most plugged-in men in the business. He will join us every Tuesday in our revamped 2022-23 season. John Shannon will join us on Mondays on Orders Now. He's our NHL insider. Frank Cervelli from Daily Faceoff on Tuesday for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Mark Specter on Wednesdays. Uh, Louis DeBrusque every Thursday from NHL Hockey and Rogers and from NHL Hockey and Rogers, another one of the most plugged men in, in the business, Elliot Friedman. So we, we kind of split Cervelli and Friedman up for the purposes of the show, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. We will also be hearing... On today's edition of Oilers Now, from Hart Levine, from Puckpedia, to discuss how the Edmonton Oilers are going to manage the cap, because it could be a, a very contentious uh, issue. Uh, now, there's a lot that can happen over the course of the next three weeks before Edmonton has to be cap compliant. You know, there could be injuries. We'll have to wait and see on that front. Uh, but let's just say somebody entered the chat 
over the course of the uh, last five days. We'll get to that in a second. We'll tell us you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock at the River Cree. Tom Cochran, Saturday, November 5th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Uh... And already, uh, Mark and St. Albert saying a great intro song with some old school U2. That's from Mark and St. Albert. I agree. I love that song. Uh, anyways, the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter, at Winners Now. You can tweet us, uh, me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and... Uh, uh, tweet uh, Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Uh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. To our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, uh, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers today, and I'm on uh, the, I guess, uh, selection committee for this, uh, for the Oilers' inaugural uh Wall of Fame uh, class. They're announcing today uh, that Ryan Smith and Lee Fogelin will join hockey Hall of Famers that are already on there. The Gretzkys, you know, the Messiers, the Andersons and Currys and Coffees and Kevin Lowe and uh, Grant Fuhr and uh, everybody that's already in the, the Hall of Fame has been honored in the past by the Oilers organization. Two new members. It's a, a new thing that's going to start this year. And uh, the Wall of Fame announcements, uh, Lee Fogelin and Ryan Smith. And no surprise uh, for either of those two guys. Uh, I think for maybe many of you that are too young that didn't get a chance to watch the Oilers of the 80s, the greatest players in the history of the game will talk to you about the impact of Lee Fogelin and what he meant to their core group. Tremendous leader, tough as nails. Uh, uh, a mature sort of voice with a very young team. And then Ryan Smith, the numbers, you know, played the second most games in Oilers history, had the fifth most goals, the seventh most points. And for many of you who missed that 80s era, he was the guy. So those are the two uh, players, and we'll endeavor to get one of them after their media availability wraps up at 1 o'clock today. That is our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Just before we get to our Oilers now, Audio Vault and Tom a little about the uh, return of the Penticton Young Stars tournament. We welcome uh, back Brendan Escott, who is, uh, uh, had a much-deserved uh, half-day today, uh, day yesterday. Brendan, how you doing? Things are good, Bob. This yeah. is officially my 28th year on Earth. I'm celebrating a birthday today. Today's your birthday. Yeah, you betcha. You know, I don't have your, your birth date listed. You know how you can list people's birthdays now? Yeah. Like every year I send An- Anton Lander a happy birthday. Just It's sort of become a little bit. He goes, <laughs> you're the only one, right? Just because he's... Uh, and part of it is because, you see, you're not on Hockey Reference, nor am I on Hockey Reference, no. but I check Hockey Reference every day to see you is uh, born on this uh, date. Well, congratulations. So you're 28. 28 now. Yeah, you're yeah. a 94 model. That's right. Yeah. That was a big year, you know? That was the OJ year. That was, sure was. And anytime, like anybody, even, you know, ask me what happened in 94, OJ and, and that white Bronco was going down the freeway. I, I, I will never forget <laughs> it because uh, I was up north near Prince George, and at night you could get AM radio all the way from San Francisco, okay? And it was like I'm, I was listening in in a uh, in a truck. Uh, I always got a new truck because I could never look after the old trucks. And um, 
it was hilarious because, well, not hilarious, it was just stunning. And the Rangers had just won the Stanley Cup with all those ex-Oiler players, and this thing was going on, and all hell was breaking loose. Like, it was just crazy, right? And that's 1994, when people think of 1994. Well, there was also, was there not a Woodstock in 94 as well? I think there was a Woodstock. Yeah, there was. That was the one uh, Green Day headlines, and they had the, like, mud pit, essentially. Everybody at that Green Day show in Woodstock 94 ended up, like, covered in mud. I remember Peter Gabriel was at that one in 94 as well, and uh, he still had hair. And within like six or seven years was completely because Peter Gabriel and we referenced you. I don't know if you heard the show yesterday, but we opened with Daniel Lanois. He produced so for Peter Gabriel. And there was a time, you know, in turn, <laughs> we have a lot going on and people have a lot of different political perspectives on things and everybody's allowed to have their opinion. OK, but let's just say that Peter Gabriel was a guy that was aware before a lot of other people were aware on some pretty significant issues and um and so anyways but i don't know i've always i always liked peter gabriel so i just remember that he was in uh, woodstock uh, 94 as well hey uh brendan we were in penticton so i went in 2010 went in 11 went in 13 went 14 15 16 17. no tournament in uh 12 because the nhl pending nhl lockout and uh no uh tournament the last several years pandemic related and frankly team consideration related to back important that we're back with the young stars classic in penticton and so i'm going to say something right here right now and it is a little about perspective because i shared this with one of the most prominent agents in the league today and i just said look man in 2010 the Oilers had hall everly and pay arvey Magnus Piarvi, I thought, was of those three guys, was the best guy, but he was also an 09 draft. Jordan was an 08 draft. Uh, Taylor was a 2010 draft. In 2011, the focus was on Nugent Hopkins. He had a strong two way performance, but didn't necessarily dominate. Uh, in 2013, you know, Darnell Nurse was there from Edmonton. I think that was the year Goodrow was there for the Flames. He was pretty good. In 2014, Dreisaitl went, as did Nurse. Um, I remember Nikolai Ehlers and Dreisaitl were the two best players in that tournament. People forget the 2015 tournament in Penticton, and we have people listening to the show that went to it. Uh, Connor basically played just the one game. Dreisaitl played all three games, but Connor only ended up playing the one the one game. 16, Pugliarvi was there. And you could see, you know, we sort of chalked it up to, you know, first time consistently on on the smaller ice surface. 2017, Yamamoto, smart little creative player. The Oilers had an awful team in 2013, okay? They had no forwards that could score. They had a tough team up front. They had Clefbaum and Nurse were both in that tournament that year. Uh, they didn't win a game, and I think they scored four goals over the three games. And, uh, and they had some misses. Like Mitch Moraz was a second-round pick that was a mix, uh, a miss. Uh, uh, they had the, was a Marco Waugh was a second-rounder that never panned out. That was from the 2013 draft. And Moraz was from that 2011 draft. So what's interesting is starting in 14, the Oilers backfilled their roster with a little bit more skill for that event. And we saw it ultimately come to fruition. Uh, sorry, I can't talk right now. Um <coughs> I won't tell you who it is. Uh, anyhow, um, bottom line, in all of the years that I have been going to that tournament, and we've talked about a lot of guys that were 18 in the first years of that being at that tournament, because Drysaddle went three times. He went uh, as a uh, in 13, or sorry, he went twice as a, in 14 and again in 15. In all of the years that I've been going to the tournament, 
the most dominating individual performance that I recall seeing was Dylan Holloway. Now, Dylan Holloway is 20. He's not 18, so he's older. But in terms of from the start of the first game to the completion, in the three games that he played, he was the most dominant player at that tournament this year. And I can't recall another year where a guy separated that much. That's how good he was. And you know what? We And we're going to have Hart Levine coming up a little bit later on to discuss that... Uh, you know, how the order's options. We all believe that both Broberg and Holloway were going to be in the opening day roster for Edmonton when they have to declare it because they don't want to get stung with bonuses. And you've heard Ken Holland talk about the fact that, um, uh, you know, Philip Broberg has to play his way on, to, or Philip Broberg basically would have to play his way off the roster and Dylan Holloway would have to play his way on the roster. You, If you were at that tournament, or if some of you watched it on EdmontonOilers.com, if you watched it, or if you were in Penticton, and I know it's against other rookies, you know what he has? He has a relentless drivetrain. Like, he can he can take longer shifts than... Like, I had people say to me that were there, he looks like Taylor Hall. I, I don't know if he's got as high a ceiling as Taylor Hall. Um... I don't saying that I don't know if he has to roll I got the sense that he doesn't rely on his physical tools as much as Taylor does like he kind of he's there's something that like we're talking put it this way Dylan I'm going to put it simply to you Dylan Holloway has entered the chat not to be on the Edmonton Oilers this year by the end of the season he'll be in their top nine if you were at the event if you watch the games He's going to be there. I'd received some feedback from some of the guys that have watched him skate at the uh, skates in early September, and they're like, Holloway's looking good. So again, I've been at every tournament. The most single-dominating performance of any player. And, and like Connor played one game. How do, you, how do you gauge one game? It's tough to dominate in just one game. Dreisaitl did play three games in 2015 and was pretty good, but looked a little bit fatigued towards the end of it. Uh, again, Goodrow was very good in 11. Uh, Elias uh, Peterson was uh, pretty, or Pedersen uh, was pretty good. What are we going with? We're going with Pedersen. Uh, he was he was pretty good the year he was there. And those guys were often 18 or 19 in the years that they were there. But in terms of... In the actual tournament, go and comparing them to the other players in the tournament, Dylan Dylan Holloway was the best guy. So, a couple other quick thoughts. Uh, in goal, Ryan Fanti looks like a guy that can challenge within a year to be an organizational number three goaltender. He looked pretty settled. It's a pretty astute pickup. He's got a chance to defensively. Max Warner, remember that name. I think you'll see the Edmonton Oilers sign him within the next three to four weeks. A six foot three right shot. He was paired with Broberg. It was interesting what the Oilers did. They had Broberg as a left shot with Wanner the entire tournament. They played all three games. And then they had both Kemp and Kesseling, a pair of AHL veterans on the right side. And they rotated the other left shot D through there. Max Wanner had a real good tournament. Broberg, frankly, I'll use the term understated. Like he didn't kill it. The entire line of Hamlin with Holloway and Borgo was exceptional. Borgo took a significant step from a year ago in the in the rookie camp. 
you know, I'm going to take Jay Woodcroft at his word. He says James Hamlin's going to get games in the NHL. I thought uh, No Philp was strong and steady, and they got to play him at right wing in the or sorry at center in the minors. They got to see where this guy can go as a player. I think Petrov had a tough tournament playing on his left wing. Carter Savoy got hurt early in the second game of the tournament, lower body injury. Uh, I don't think you're going to see him at training camp for the first couple of weeks on the ice. I just I have a feeling that there might be some challenges there. Tulio got a little bit of a uh, an upper body issue to deal with that knocked him out of the final two games of the tournament as well. Jake Chason, uh, like uh, Warner, will have to be signed by the end of the season. Uh, in Major Junior, he's going to play for the Brandon Weekings. I, I think the orders, I mean, he's... He was noticeable enough. He was smart. He protected the puck on the wall. Uh, Reed Schaefer scored a real nice goal. I think Reed Schaefer goes to that tournament a year from now and is and is really good in that tournament. So just again an eighteen year old. But in 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 terms of it, kind of and I'd say men against boys. But the fact of the matter was there were teams that had several players twenty one to twenty four in age there, and Holloway's twenty. But he had a real impressive showing. So speaking of Dylan Holloway, let's go to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one uh, trip. Dylan Holloway had a a quick and succinct summary of the weekend. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Um, Obviously, we got three wins, so that's what what matters. And uh, I thought the boys played really well in all three games. And Holloway added some additional thoughts on getting in a game action. It was really good to just get in game shape. Um, obviously, coming off those injuries, and then after a full summer, it's a little, it takes a bit to get into game shape. But I was happy to get the three games out of the way, and uh, and I was just happy to get the wins. And he spoke to playing with a physical edge. I think uh, I still could be a little bit more physical, like finishing hits and that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I think just uh, any chance I get to throw the body around, that's uh, that's part of my game and kind of the way I like to play as well. And the uh, for him, the $925,000 question on how he secures a roster spot in main camp. Just keep keep playing hard, keep playing to the best of my ability, play fast, um, like I said, play physical, and then just keep it tight in the D zone, uh, and then all around the ice, keep it tight positionally. Yeah, the most complete player in the tournament, there was, and frankly, the most dominant player in the tournament. Keith Gretzky had these comments yesterday in Oilers Now about Holloway's performance in the rookie tournament. You know, I watched Dylan last year a lot when he was when he was healthy. He had a you know a pretty uh, unlucky injury when he when uh, happened. Ken was down at Bakersfield watching the game and got a Charlie horse and it was a deep Charlie horse and he missed some time. And you know, I, Dylan has speed. We he learned a penalty kill down in Bakersfield. Uh, Colin did a really good job teaching him that. Um, and to see him, you know, three four months later in a position where he's succeeding, it, you know, it really doesn't surprise you you're hoping all the time you know you can't control how you know what they do but uh good for dylan he looks he looks uh like he wants to play for the oilers and and uh you know he's done a very good job there you go uh that is uh keith gretzky talking a bit about uh dylan holloway and then uh keith went into the Oilers assistant general manager keith gretzky went into a little bit more extended format on how uh players learn to be pros at the ahl level you know what this one thing that ken has brought into the organization is how important uh the minor league team is and and to have 
know your young kids with very good veteran players that understand they're there uh, to help these players become a pro. It's not just the coaching staff or myself. It's the whole organization, and that's why we have guys like Malone and, and Griffith and Esposito and these guys uh, to really help these young kids because they're our future. And, and Ken's, you know, done a really good job of making everybody believe that, and, and we're starting to see it. You know, Skinner was outstanding down there in Bakersfield for the last year and a half, and we won because of him two years ago, and, and now he's fighting for a job in the NHL, and that's, that takes time. We all want it yesterday, but the reality is it's hard. All right, that's uh, Keith Gretzky. It's 12.25 in Edmonton. When we come back, Brendan Escott will have NHL today for you. You're listening to Oilers now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I know that there was a, uh, a radio guy that's been in town for 30 years on his morning show that's uh, used that whenever he does his birthday wishes. So, uh, anyhow, that's, that's the first thing I think of because he's actually, <laughs> we're probably about, well, we're different, but yet similar, even though we have completely... Anyways, long story short, we, every time we see each other, sometimes at events at the Recree, we end up having a good chuckle. He's uh, with another radio cluster, very talented broadcaster, to say the least. Significantly uh, more so than the guy hosting the show. Uh, let's do this. Let's get into uh, NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. The birthday boy himself, Brendan S. Got 28 today. What you got? And yet, Nathan McKinnon is the one really laughing here. Now the highest paid player in the salary cap era signed an eight-year extension with Colorado it's going to pay him 12.6 million dollars per season a hundred thousand more than McDavid's AAV but that was not a shot at McDavid or anything like that that is exactly double what McKinnon's previous price tag was PK Subban Zdeno Chara and Keith Yandel all announcing retirements this morning a, a real indicator I guess for especially for Subban Bob only at 33 years old a guy told you it's hard to believe. People were like, hey, what about Sina? I'm like, I'm not sure he's going to play. <laughs> and there he is. So uh, 24 years, though, for Zdeno Chara. 45 years old, he hangs him up. Nice to see media set to return to the NHL locker rooms for the first time since the pandemic hit in March of 2020. And at the WHL level, the Oil Kings, uh, Kings rather, kicking off the regular season Friday. They get the Red Deer Rebels at home. All right. Uh, we are going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and when we come back on I'm just looking at the script here uh, when we come back on Oilers Now we will welcome aboard Frank Cervelli as a regular weekly headliner here on Oilers Now